Hello, everyone. I made it. My name is Michael Zinn. You made it. You are here with me. Uh, this is the live stream of consciousness. Um, and uh, we are here together to experience it in this moment. I'm very excited. Tonight, I have a wonderful, wonderful guest. Uh, the live stream of consciousness, um, if you haven't been here before, it's a it's a place where I uh, usually invite a guest um, who's got a specific uh, thing happening, and uh, we have a conversation about life and existence and some of that cool stuff, and then I create some space to uh, for them to share who they are and what they do because I'm intrigued by it in some way um and that's what's happening tonight what's up i see jilly out there i see tim's out there i see ninja kitties out there what's up guys um tonight i have a special guest i i've been watching uh jesse Howe, uh and he i had him on the show uh he's got his own show called the missing link um and uh i saw he had this guest uh who was just so enchanting um i, I like fell in love immediately with her her being, her the way she spoke, what she was saying, uh, the energy. It was just a, an energetic thing, um, which is kind of cool. And what we always talk about, how energy is everything and that energy exchange is everything. And here I am just listening to an interview and having an energy exchange. So it was, it was really awesome. Um, she has uh, her, her own podcast. One is called Heart Warriors and one is called Man Speak. Um, and she is from Australia. So it is Thursday, February 9th here, but I do believe that it's Friday, February 10th over there. I could be wrong, but uh, I think the live stream of consciousness has gone international uh, with my next guest. Welcome to the live stream, Gemma Starr. How are you doing? Hey, hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you, and uh, I've been watching what you're doing, and uh, I'm just really excited, uh, and Jilly B is excited as well. <laughs> um, so am I right? Is it Friday over there, Friday morning? It's Friday noon, just on noon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's that's so cool. I mean, it's... In the uh, middle of summer. <laughs> in the middle of summer, wow. That's cool. The, the live stream has definitely entered a new paradigm just by connecting with you over the airwaves through that. Uh, we We're got time traveling, right? We're time traveling, and uh, Tim is in in uh, Brazil. So uh, hey, Tim. He says, he says hola. Um, but uh, I want to talk to you about uh, what it is that you're doing. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I, I molded my intro a little bit after yours because uh, I've been watching <laughs> you, and I just love the way you introduced your your uh, broadcast. Um, so I just tried to get a couple elements in there that I that I like. Um, but uh, before we do that, I've got to ask you the, the standard live stream of consciousness questions. Um, and the first one is, um, what is consciousness? What is consciousness to you, Gemma Star? Gosh, um, the thing that connects us all, that energy that, um, you know, you spoke about earlier that um, is everywhere and connects everything that, that's living, you know, from plants, animals, even, you know, rocks and water it's the yeah the god spark that that um infiltrates absolutely everything nice excellent wow i love how you compacted that into such a nice concise short answer and actually i also love i love that question because everybody's got like a little bit of a different answer but very similar and i've been noticing like the point of view that kind of people answer from some people from the I am some people from the collective and you just kind of answered from 
the space in between all of that, which was <laughs> actually really cool. I really, I really like that. That's awesome. Great answer. So we're, we're really getting a nice full, full definition of what consciousness is. Um, and the second question is this, I mean, again, I was just really enchanted by listening to you speak. There's such, um, wisdom, um, compassion, um connection you know in listening to you speak you, you know you're definitely connected to the collective vibration of of humanity you know and um i feel like uh, there had to be a moment that you oh and actually i did see you express it in one of your poems that everything we've been told is kind of not really how everything is right um so the question so the second question i usually ask is was there a specific moment that you realize that or is it something you've known since you were a child or tell me about that i think there's different levels of awakening you know if, if the one you're referring to is sort of you know the um the um the matrix the realization that you know we are being lied to about everything for me that came through in about 2012 you know i came across a few um 9-11 posts on facebook and that was enough to you know take me down all those rabbit holes for right. a few years until it sort of became overwhelming. And then I backed completely out of it. But then I realized I needed my heart awakening. Mm. So then I got, I got, well, I got into meditation. My writing started coming through and that was a whole different realm. So then we kicked back to 2020 when all this, you know, COVID stuff comes out and I was able to get back into the truth of scene, but with through the energy of the heart. So, you know, the whole integration and being able to see it from a whole grounded perspective, which was, yeah, just a beautiful cycle of how it happened for me. Mm -hmm. It's that's interesting. I do. I do feel like um, and, and uh, again, I mean, I don't love the words conspiracy theory, but I love how that was kind of almost like, you know, that's kind of a part of the exploratory path to to truth. Right. And, and yeah. you know, and and I just. Yeah, I, I, I love what you're expressing there. Um, that's cool. That's awesome. And and I feel like, you know, uh, co the coronavirus and the pandemic has been very instrumental in a lot of people kind of looking at looking inside, really having no choice but to go inside instead of like all of this panic and fear and like the, you feel the world burning down outside of you. Right. And you, you could either just run around and be like, ah, or you could meditate like you said and go inside and and realize that there's there's more strength within you and who you are and that definitely comes across in in uh in in what you do um and so awesome i i, I think those are two you've been initiated into the live stream of consciousness <laughs> um and it's it's just so cool talking to you and listening to your accent and knowing that we're like on the other side of the planet that's just again i can't i can't kind of get over that um, just across the ocean. Just across the ocean. And Jill, <laughs> Jill is Jill is jumping ahead. I'm going to talk about all this stuff. Jill is saying, "Where can we find your poetry book?" Um, so I've I've billed you, and I think I got it probably from one of your uh, descriptions as a metaphysical poet, uh, uh, um, and a metaphysical writer, and and a poet from the planet Earth. I think that was something I got from your Facebook, um, and I, I got a couple of comments on how cool that was. Um, but um, before we talk about that, I wanted to talk about what you're currently doing, which is the same thing that we're doing right here, you know, interviewing people. Um, but you have a definitely a, a super interesting spin on it. Um, you are a 
divine feminine power who's come into her own, you know, authenticity. And you have chosen to interview men and kind of um, bring this, uh, you know, you could feel this super uh, intention on bringing this masculine feminine balance to to the vibration, right? Um, and, and I think that's what you're trying to do. So uh, I'm going to bring up, let me just bring up your uh, YouTube page because that's the first thing I want to talk about. Here. Yeah, I'll just make... Um a slight readjustment on something you said. Okay. I didn't choose this. I think it was chosen for me. You okay. know, I literally, because I had the connection with Katajuda and Uluru, which is the sacred masculine and feminine sites in Australia, Central Australia. I've been connected with them probably about five years now. I've been out several times. And um, it was through a couple of the soul brothers that, you know, I've been connected to out there. We reconnected um, in July. And uh, to cut a long story short, um, one day I just woke up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to interview men. Okay, I better start a YouTube channel. So that's, awesome. you know, that's, that's why awesome. I say it was chosen. You know what? Me. Yeah, no, you know what? Thanks for correcting me. You do you do say that in your intro. I think that's so cool. This was like kind of like you've been guided to do it. You've been inspired to do it. I've definitely been inspired to do this, and it's a part of again kind of what we were talking about earlier when when we were testing out the camera like you know the the connection of the collective and being able to you know i just saw saw you on another show and it was an energetic like okay this this woman is from the cosmos you know what i mean she <laughs> she knows her connection to the cosmos and i'm connected to that too so you know it was instantly like okay let's let's have a conversation um, and that's cool. And I don't want you to uh, make a long story short. I was actually going to ask you about your connection, uh, you know, to Kata Jana and to Kata Juta and uh, Uluru. Um, and and we can we can get to that in a minute. I just want to I want people to see where they can find you on YouTube. Um, your YouTube channel is just Gemma Star, um, and all of the episodes of your shows can be found there. Um, the Heart Warriors and the Man man speak so tell me which came first oh definitely heart warriors because um how that happened is okay so i'm going to interview 100 men and um, i'm actually glad i got that number because i don't know without that number if i would have kept on going i mean i enjoyed it but you know i said it, I, that goal came through so i'm like well i'm going to you know keep going um uh, so, but what happened is uh, the subject of meditation kept coming up and, you know, a lot of men were saying, well, I've tried to meditate and, you know, it doesn't work for me. And I thought, wow, it'd be really cool to do just one whole show with a man, a meditation teacher, you know, giving some tips and guidance. And I thought, well, it's too big a subject to um, take one Heart Warrior episode because they're 90 minutes each and each man only gets one. Um, so I thought, well, I'll do a kickoff, uh, an offshoot series, and I named it Manspeak, where okay. men can come back. They've got to be heart warriors first, so they've got to have an episode, their episode oh, okay. on heart warriors. And literally they can come back and talk about anything they want that they're passionate about. I mean, you know, something that loosely connects to men and masculinity or, you sure. know, the journey, healing journey. So they're each men, um, if I ask them to come back, they choose their own subject. And, you know, we still haven't done one on meditation. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We'll get there. But we've done about, I think, 19 of those. And, you know, there's there's been a few men who have done several and uh, some that have done one. And, you know, we're just – some have got open invitations and they just come back. And, yeah, That's it's, awesome. it's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, lo I love just the way that you're connected to your own broadcast that it's like – 
it's it's leading you you're not you know it was it tells you what to do um you know that the fact that you I just love the way you express that, you know, that you were guided to interview a hundred men and that just made sense to you. So you were like, okay, that makes sense. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and and that's it how it really makes sense, but I didn't question it. You know, I was just like, Oh, <laughs> right, okay. So right. usually I interview and I got one of my soul brothers that from there I'm like, okay, you can be first up laddie. <laughs> and then I remember saying to him, well, who am I going to interview next? What am I going to do? So then I just looked through my Facebook feed and some more, you know, some, some men that I thought they'd be really cool, and right. yeah, so that's uh, how it how it sort of happened. And, and I would I would say the the common thread is probably just like a high vibration, right? I, I mean, somebody who's kind of connected to their own masculinity and and the vibration of the earth, you know, and humanity. Um, those yeah, are, for sure. I mean, men that are definitely on the healing journey. I mean, right. probably about half of them are sort of um, mentors, coaches. You know, the the realm, the the um, the space for men's healing now the the men's movement we'll call it is massive and it's growing and it's just yeah. you know such an incredible space now for men yeah. to come into because how i see it happened is that you know it was all about women mainly the the past sort of six seven years and i think the feminine had to heal her heart first so she could now be that soft space that men can drop their defenses and their attacks and come into this healing realm as well you know, we had to go on our journey. It's a journey together. But um, while the feminine was wounded and in her masculine, men couldn't come into that healing space because they felt they didn't feel it was, well, I mean, speaking for men, but which I don't like to do. And I always right, right. one of the reasons I did the show so that because, you know, and I, I was guilty of it too, you know, trying to, maybe guide men with the best of intentions what women wanted men to be but they need to hear it from other men and that was another reason i did the show so that i literally do the minimal amount of talking just keep the conversation going with questions but i don't give my opinions i stay neutral and the men do all the talking generally men to men but a lot of women watch it as well and i think that's because they get this healthy um, dollop of masculinity, you know, healthy masculinity, which is always beautiful right. for us to see. Right. Well, I, I think uh, like instantly, you know, you open up this this very balanced space, you know, where both men and women probably feel comfortable, and it's just like sitting around the campfire, you know, and and everybody's everybody's in harmony. Really, really good. Really, really good. And we have uh, one of your fans out there. I love Heart Warriors and Man Speak. I watched Yay. them all. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I want I want you now to do not make the 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 long story short. Uh, you said that this came to you on a visit to Katajuta. Um, tell us a little bit about this place and and what happened. Well, the the actual the message to do the Heart Warrior series didn't come through here, but it yeah. came through because I have connections with here. Yep. Yeah, um, this is the sacred masculine site in Central Australia. Um, it's called Katajuta. Uh, another name, the English name for it is the Olgas, which some people might still know it by. And it's about um, 60 kilometres, so what's that, about 40 miles from Uluru. So it's about a 40-minute drive. You can actually see it from Uluru. Um, and it's a, actually, I don't know how many boulders, like uh, actual rocks are there, but... Um, 
you know, there's a couple of walks you can do when you're there. Um, there's a gorge and the other one, which is much longer, you can walk around. And, yeah, it's it's not as well known as Uluru, but, um, you know, pretty much that, that sums it up. So so did that message come through at Uluru? Uluru? Is it Uluru? No, it came through just sitting here where I live in. Well, I woke up. I literally, in my bed, I woke up. Wow, like, okay. Oh. So, but but it, it came through connected from the energy, you think, for, connected to Uluru. I wanted to show. Uh, yeah, that's, that oh, that's Uluru. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, I've China. been talking to these two soul brothers, and what had happened is that, you know, uh, we sort of connected on one of them, did a live chat, and we sort of, three of us ended up on there. And we're like, oh, hey, you know, it's really nice to be together again. And um, I said, oh, I'll repost the post that I did when I when we did a whole pilgrimage, a healing journey at Katajuda one day. And then he and one of them said, oh, can you read it to me in Messenger? Because, you know, I like it better with your energy. And I said, OK. And then the other one said, oh, post it live, you know. And I'm like, no, I don't put my face out. You know, I'm a writer. I, you know, sort of change my profile picture twice a year, you know, I'm not. And uh, he sort of pushed me and pushed me, not gently, you know, the, the masculine, you know, it's like, you should, you know, it'd be really good to. And then, yeah, I, I did, I did, I read it. And I, the first thing on this YouTube channel is me reading, it's about a six minute clip. And first time I'd ever done any video editing, I sort of just made this six minute clip and I would put the, um, not the, the writing in it as well and read it and um and then the next day yeah i woke up and it was like yeah the series was just all in my head so i wasn't actually at catitude but that was the connection reconnecting with these two brothers gotcha yeah. i gotcha i gotcha so actually I'm, I'm looking at that painting behind you and i'm kind of feeling a such a, a same similar energy is that like an attitude in the background can you see oh, oh yeah okay that's that's the distance between oh, yeah them. yeah over here in, yeah, in the yeah on the on the right yeah yep i do see that i do see that um and then i i did some I, you know i was trying to do some research just to find some stuff out about you and and i i mean i i've been looking at your facebook page ever since i saw you on jesse's show um so i know your poetry i want to get to that in a little bit um but I didn't really find much other than, you know, your YouTube page and, and what you've been doing. So I didn't know while I was looking at the Oluru and, uh, and Katajuda stuff, I found this. What do you think of this? Is this something that's real or is this, uh, have you seen this before? The connection between the two of them? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of, like, you know, stories. I mean, I've asked, I've been out to the um, the Aboriginal settlement out there and, and ask them and you know they've just been so cut off from their heritage it, it's really sad because most of them you know don't even have a story to tell me which is really sad but you know there's the stories of crystal cities of crystal links now you've got to remember that um oh god what's it called pine gap is conveniently very close well it's 400 kilometers away 300 miles Mm -hmm. So, you know, very convenient that that massive centre of the deep state is so close to our beautiful heart centre in Australia, but it's the, the, um, the solar plexus um, chakra on the earth energy grid, which is connected to Glad Gladstonebury, which is the heart chakra. So, you know, there's a lot, who knows what's on under there, but there's definitely a lot of stories about connections, you know, yeah. crystal connections and you know, people who have intuitively, you know, sort of been there. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did find, I, I didn't save this page. I should have. I found something when I was looking up Gemma Star about it. The actual star in the constellation that was the brightest star. Is that where you got <laughs> the inspiration for your name? Or is, uh, what is the name? Oh, no. Well, that was, um, gosh. So I, I was originally Karen, but my surname I changed in, um, gosh, it'd be, say, 20 years ago. Because when I divorced... I didn't want to keep my ex-husband's name and I didn't want to go back to my maiden name. I was like, I want to be me. So I thought I wasn't even into, didn't have never heard of star seeds or anything like that back then. I just wanted something that was positive and connected to nature. And I thought, oh, I can't rush it. So I sat with it for a year and then I was like, oh yeah, I'll change it. And just you know, energetically, like a lot of people are like, what? You can just go and change your name. I mean, here it costs like less than $200, which it's only about 120 or 30 dollars us so you officially changed your name so and then karen i changed to Gemma 18 months ago um because in the in the like black life matters and all that i got hit hard when i was doing i was really into the truth of scene and i was getting hit hard with you know paid in um deep state trolls and they Put my posts in in um there's troll groups and you know get hit really hard and i sort of rode with it for a couple of years because i thought well you know i don't want to just be triggered because of my name and I, karen is actually a beautiful name it's got um it's it's funny it's connected to i think it means divine union and it means masculine feminine energies and it means oh, wow. pure that's it pure so i actually but in the end one day about three years later four years later or whatever and i was like oh if i did change it what would i change it to and i thought well if my youngest son had been a girl i wanted to call him Gemma. Oh. and i thought well i still like it 20 years later boom i sent it off the next day it That's was sunday awesome. i sent it off on the monday um because then if you've got to start think going through all the names think and i actually love it it's like just it's for anyone who's does you know contemplating it changing your name is it's amazing it's like you know just to be who you are and not who you were named by your parents or by you know the system or whatever it's um yeah actually quite empowering yeah totally i you know yeah I, i've seen i've seen people who change their name and there's like it's not authentic but then there's people who i've seen change their name and i'm like wow you actually became what you change your name to you know and it's like the, the, your and and you know i didn't even think twice when when i saw that was your name that it was a, like made up or not your real name you know that's who you are to me it's legal well legal yeah it's my real name it's on my passport so yeah, yeah. And, but that's yeah. who you are to me you know that's who who i was introduced you to at as and uh that's who i see you as and, and it's interesting that there was no cosmic uh inspiration for it until but later you learned about the cosmic connection with humanity i guess and and all of that stuff yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is very cool um so okay so i was just trying to see what that quote was about the the brightest star i don't see it really quickly oh, someone sent me that in messenger and i just thought it was pretty cool because it was awesome. um about that comment that was coming through a couple of weeks ago and going through some star system and there was actually she messaged me to say oh look there's actually a star called Gemma yeah, um yeah. so I thought oh that's cool I'll share that <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. so uh so let's get to actually Jill's 
question uh, about your poetry, and let's start talking about that a little bit. You, you're telling me a little bit about it, but I'm going to um, share the screen here because you can get Gemma's book on Amazon. Uh, or actually, it's it's when she was still Karen, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's called uh, And Then I Met You. I'm just going to put that up on the screen so you guys Yeah, can. that's light language on the cover as well, just incidentally. I what is someone. that? That's light language on the oh, cover. That, that, I, I'm um, so fascinated with light language. Wow. And is that something that. You, you channeled? Well, I can speak it, but this the visual I got someone else to do, a lady, um, can't remember her name now, it's in the cover that um, I don't see her on Facebook anymore, but she used to do all these images. And the publishing company sent me these images and they were those sort of, you know, like typical romantic and I'm like, no, I don't like that frequency. No, no, no. So I said, hey, you know, can you please do a, a cover for my book in light language? So that there holds all the frequency of the union and the, the divine masculine feminine. So, yeah. Oh, I yeah, definitely can see that and feel that. Totally awesome. I think I actually have that by itself. Yeah, there it is. So. People can see that. Oh, thank bit, you. Now, that was just the two year, first two years of my writing. You know, someone kept saying, oh, you should write a book, you should write a book. And I was like, oh. And, you know, in the end I did. Um, so it's about the first two years, which is pretty mm -hmm. cool. They're all in, in sort of chapters of, um, you know, what the stages we go through. And I guess and we're all always in one of these stages you know I think I can't remember now all the chapters but it goes through you know those stages of relationships and um and then coming into union and then the last one and then I met you is when you meet yourself and the masculine mm. feminine within you and the, the uh. union within you which ultimately is often reflected in a divine counterpart but so it's all it's all one and the same you know it's all yeah absolutely I, I feel that too and that's something i always talk about about the live stream of consciousness came about because um part of my journey was meeting a lot of people with different modalities psychic mediums you know as akashic records readers all different channelers you know different people doing different things and i was like wow this is really all the same it's all coming from source energy you know and it's all it's all vibrating the same to me even though it's coming at me from these different angles and uh and so i just wanted to bring those people on and have these different conversations mm -hmm. and, and it's it's brought me like so many interesting people uh you know when i talk to somebody i don't know it's great because i feel like i'm making a new friend and and this is cool because it's like i said uh I, I know i keep saying it but you're on the other side across the pond you know, whatever, whatever you might say, but uh, you're not local. You're not somebody I knew before, um, but I definitely feel like, you know, we come from the same cosmos. Um, you, you seem to be connected to uh, the Katajuta and Uluru, uh, and and I'm connected more celestial to Orion somehow. Um, so I'm still trying to trying to figure that out, but um, but that's awesome. So um, tell us uh, tell us about your journey. Then you were saying it's this is the first two years of your writing where are you now i know i i, I had your facebook page uh set up here oh here it is uh let me see if i can open this up and get it to be a little bit bigger here because um, this is one that i really liked uh oh it was the, not that one it was this one um so because we're always talking about uh, the moment 
and I don't know if you can, you probably can't see that. Let me see if I can get it any closer. Um, it's a, I, I, I'll read it if you don't mind. Can I read it? Sure. Or, or can you see it and, and will you be able to read it or do you know it? Yeah, I'm happy for you to read it. <laughs> um, so, so this is, uh, what day is it? It's now. The only day we'll ever have. Because yesterday is gone and tomorrow never arrives. Let's add color to our world. Paint rainbows. Dance in the rain. Give everyone a gift of your smile. Believe your dreams are unfolding. Trust the universe has your back. See the spark of the divine in everyone. Laugh until you cry. Give yourself permission to be happy. Create miracles. I love that. That's that's just it's like it's like a philosophy. It's like, you know, words to live by. <laughs> um, well, some of them are like prose like that. And some of them, you know, like the one above, it's more, you know, the I guess what you'd call classical poetry. Oh, OK. Or one so, of a, a label that, you know, sort of rhymes and, you know, there's definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you know, rhyme and rhythm to it. But, yeah, so sometimes they come through like that. Sometimes they come through like prose. I just write whatever comes through. Right. And something, I mean, something that's, I think, pretty obviously, especially with the imagery that you choose, is there's a very kind of passionate um, connection between the male and the female energy always. Or, or a lot of times I see like a more of like a warrior uh, but the female warrior too, and sometimes it's a more romantic uh, embrace. Um, where's that all coming from? I mean, obviously your connection to it, but tell us where, tell us, tell us more about you. <laughs> well, it was just really my journey um, the past, say, seven years. Like, so in the middle of 2016, I got away from the truth of scene. I was in the troll scene. I was in a, you know, that sort of yucky place on the internet. And I just had a month break offline and sort of reconnected. And um, in the middle of that year, 2016, I got into meditation and I started daily meditating. And it, at the time, I think I had a like online connection with a guy. So there's all these romantic things sort of happening. And it was like, so and by and then you know that faded out and so in the I think it was about November November when the, exactly the month Trump got elected, um, I was meditating. So it had been four months and I just start, you know you go with a head full of thoughts and it's like I just started getting downloading. Some of them were like full blown poems. Some were like just little four liners. You know whatever it was, and I thought, oh that's pretty cool. I'll post it on Facebook. And because I know I was more surprised than me, I hadn't done any writing since I was at school, you know, it was like, I, I didn't even know I had a creative spark. And, um, and then it just built from there. I, after a few, I thought, oh, I'll have nothing else to write about. And now, so what are we, six, six years later, um, I've got probably close to 1,500 pieces on Facebook between my, wow. you know, poetry album and I've got like Sacred Lovers and Quantum Humanity. I sort of divide them up into these six or seven albums. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of it was um, I always write from my own experience. So every piece has been either me processing or, or a, a way of connecting with someone else or just expressing my thoughts or my feelings, um, you know, so... Yeah, you know, there was times I was in a relationship and so working through those things and, um, 
and then other times it was a distant thing. So, you know, that sort of um, wanting to connect physically but doing it through the ethers. And it's beautiful because this is how it all sort of comes through and I'm really right. happy now that it came through that way because, yeah, so just the expression awesome. of everything was always written from what I was going through, you know. That's awesome. And and I just love watching you talk about it because you have such a this bright smile just talking about where it's coming from. And I think that, um, you know, reading your poetry, I can't imagine it not resonating with other people. Like, I, I'm like, wow, this is so eloquently expressed, you know, that I, I can't imagine somebody not feeling the way I'm feeling, right? When I'm receiving it, I'm like, wow, you know, it, it, it's it's really good stuff. And I definitely, I definitely recommend it. I just want to go back a little bit. Um, and just address some comments. Um, we were talking about uh, you changing your name. We have a friend named Sunshine who just uh, went through a toxic relationship and, you know, just kind of said, you know what, I'm not my past, I'm my future, and I am Sunshine, and literally became Sunshine. And she she's, she's uh, she did it too. Uh, Anne is saying your name is very fitting. Um, you shine like a star and precious and rare like a gem. Uh, that's beautiful. And and Jilly uh, ordered your book. She loved the she loved the poem that that we read. And uh, you, she ordered your book. So that's that's awesome. I love I love being able to make ripples and and introduce <laughs> people to people. It's you know it's interesting. It's always I just made that connection right now. <laughs> um, it's always been a skill of mine that I would like introduce a friend to another person. And then two weeks later, they're like, oh, you see what me and Joe are doing? Like they're working together just because <laughs> I made that connection. And I've always I've always done that. So that's probably part of what this show is about, just helping people connect and and spread their light. Um, and, and I got to say, you are such a light. So tell us what's uh, what are your plans? Like what's going on exactly? You started you were writing first and you started doing this broadcast it was told to you what have you been told what to do next or you have to figure it out yourself <laughs> no but if there's something it'll come you know i don't i'm not a, a planner of the future you know i'm very happy what i'm doing today you know I, i'm not trying to be successful a successful writer or big on youtube or anything you know i just write i'm only on facebook you know i haven't expanded to other social media because Facebook is time-consuming as it is. So I'm not trying to go anywhere. I mean, my writing has been a gift to me because having been very shut down as a child and, and even through my marriage, finally I had, I could express myself mm -hmm. and I could express myself in a way that, in theory, I was giving it to the whole world. Now, as always, everyone's individual choice. So I wasn't pushing it on anyone. It's like, right. hey, it's here. It, it, it resonates with anyone. But the fact that I could actually speak on a worldwide platform was huge for my healing journey. Yep. You know, so finally, you know, I had a voice. And um, so, yeah, the, my writing, is I've always said, is, is for me. And if that's someone cool. else resonates and enjoys it, you know that's a bonus. No, that you I know what? Another ten books. I have the the informate the 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 writing for another ten books, but you know uh, that's I awesome. And you, and <laughs> I, yeah, and I would just say keep putting them out because you definitely. I, I mean, to me, you have you have something. I mean, I I I didn't like when I do this. It's for me, right? I love these conversations. I don't. I don't look at my own numbers. I don't look. I didn't look at your numbers and say, "Oh, does she have like thousands and thousands of followers?" So I don't. I didn't even know that you 
when we were talking earlier, you said you've only been doing the shows for about seven months. I mean, I thought you'd been doing it for a couple of years, you know. Um, but but you know, I definitely resonate with what you're saying. Like this is this is for me. I love doing this. Um, it, it's just a way to explore connections, you know, with with people who I find are interesting. Um, you know, I got to speak to uh, Tommy Chong. I got to speak to uh, Flat Earth Dave. You know, like really interesting people. Um, and I and it was like the reason I wanted to speak to them was to find the common ground, not to not to argue. You know, to to make the connection. Um, and and it was really cool to do that. You know, uh, I got a lot of comments on the uh, the Flat Earth Dave, Dave episode, and people appreciated the respect I had because the reason I had him on was I just saw people fighting with him. Apparently he's got a, a huge following as well. So there are plenty of videos where people are cheering him on, you know, but I just saw people fighting with him and disrespecting him. And I just, you know, I don't love that energy at all. So I tried to bring some balance to it and, and have him on the show. Nice one. Cool. So, um, so, so I asked you what's next. Um, I feel like we went through everything like I wanted to talk about. I w tell me what you want to talk about. I'm looking at the time here. We still got 20 minutes. I want to. Come. All right. Well, let's talk about men. Let's do an interview about men. Okay. Let's talk about men. Yeah. What's? Um, can I be the interviewer? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. You're a man. <laughs> I have to get you on my show. Yeah. Let's talk about what men are going through. So, up to now, I've interviewed 66 men. Plus, I've done 19 men speaks. Plus, there were a couple that didn't make it onto YouTube. So, all in all, what's that? A, a good um, 90, 60, 80, 90, close enough. That's great. So, yeah, this is time for our men to rise. And the reason is, like, I think the, the deep state has purposely suppressed the healthy male energy because it is the greatest um um, I guess the, the greatest um, resource for humanity to stand up against the deep state. Mm -hmm. So they purposely suppressed it. So now the men need to rise up and it's us for us women to just love them and help them and to become their authentic selves. Mm -hmm. And this is the, the, the current that's run through every single show is that men need to find their authenticity. This is coming from other men. This is not me saying what men need to do, right? The men are saying each one on their healing journey had to come into their authenticity. And it's interesting, even on the polarity spectrum, because there's a lot of talk about polarity on Facebook as well. And um, the other post I posted today, I saw I wrote that back in 2018, where I was saying it's up for each man, man to find their healthy authentic place on the polarity spectrum between masculine and feminine energies and then the last couple of years there's been some really um let's say um a strong push that masculine men have to be 90 percent 80 percent masculine to be considered healthy men on their heel journey so i've been asking men about this and i really from what the men are telling me it's not true you know men can be healthy men in their masculinity and have a good dollar for femininity in them because sure. there's healthy masculinity and there's wounded masculinity and there's healthy femininity and there's wounded femininity so it's just that as long as we're in the healthy aspects of those energies we're good you know and then we find our authentic place on on the spectrum 
you know, some men are more in their masculine and they're the ones that are, you know, more directive and, um, you know, they've got their roles. Then there's the ones that are more creative because everything starts through creation, right? Absolutely. You know, nothing can happen without yep. the creative. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, you know, it all balances out and we don't want, a whole lot of cookie cutter men either and it's been good for women to see this too because this big polarity push you know we're all thinking well hang on is there only sort of what's supposed to be one type of man and definitely not right. from the men right. you know interviewed so they're also right. different all in their healthy masculinity so that's been really eye-opening and just yeah just the, the whole you know i generally go into um i ask the man who he is without his labels i'm not into right. labels so glad you didn't ask me that question. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I should have. I saw you do it a couple of times. Time yeah, <laughs> I, I write poetry and, you know, it's like. I'm, you just I'm wait, Gemma. Someone's going to ask you that question. You just wait. Someone's going to make you ask. Oh, they do. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. What am I? I'm me. I'm a fractal of source. I don't know. A reflection of you. How's that? Right. Oh, that's you. awesome. Well, you know what? I, I love what you're saying. And I, got, I have to say this, too. I think that... Um, for me, you know, I'm definitely a certain type of man and I'm more on the creative side. So I'm more, not like, you know, I, I'm not like, oh, I want to box somebody, you know what I mean? Or like that express that that masculinity, but I'm not threatened by that. You know what I mean? So like so I think you what you said about there's healthy masculinity and there's unhealthy masculinity and femininity. I think it's humanity. Right. And there's unhealthy humanity. And I think that's really, I guess. And I'm. I'm I'm doing what I what I'm gonna say I don't like, which is generalizing, right? Um, you know, when people say, "Oh, men are this or men are that," that's that's such generalization. And like you said, everybody is different, but every human is different. Um, and and I think that you know, so I see people going after feminists and going after this group or that group, and it's really like, no, it's just healthy and unhealthy, right? And again, I don't want to necessarily generalize, but but that's I think that's a fair split right i mean when people are aware that they're a human on a planet with other humans and they need to exist with some sort of respect and 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 unity um that's healthy right yeah. and then anything outside of that is really kind of not healthy yeah i mean there's a distinction for example between men who are controlling and men who are assertive mm -hmm. or you know absolutely directive you know, so it's that. And it's all a difference between power versus force. It's an amazing book, one of my absolute favourites when I read it years ago. Um, what's his name? Hawkins, um, David, is it? I can't remember. And he's got the whole consciousness scale, the best book for understanding human emotions and their frequency. And um, he's, it's called Power or First, Force versus Power or Power versus Force. The difference is if I'm getting you to do something from the lower frequency emotions like manipulative, like guilt, shame, um, lack, um, you know, grief, sadness, um, pride, those lower emotions, it comes through as force. So I am pushing my will on you. Right. Instead of the higher emotions, which is like love, joy, gratitude, courage, and you come into power then, and and then I'm not forcing you to do anything. It's like 
an invitation into this higher space. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the difference between force and power. Like the system forces us to do things. You right. look at a good leader, a good male leader, he's in his heart energy and he is being what he's talking about and he's the inspiration for everyone else who's watching him to step up. He's not telling us what we have to do. He's right. being who he says he is and then right. inspiring other men to join him. Right. And that's so the power important. as opposed yeah. to the force. Right. So, you know, it's it's imperative now as we step into the new earth energies that we are in our healthy masculine feminine energies, you know, and this is the difference between force and power. So it's, um, yeah, that book is really good for anyone interested in, in understanding that. Force every, versus, force every versus power or something? Yeah, every emotion has an energetic frequency, a measurable energetic frequency, like guilt, shame, anger, sadness, grief. They're all below, I think, about 200. He's got it marked because it, it compounds the energy, like. So all below there, and that's where the media, um, the entertainment industry, all the system, they try and keep humanity under 200 because they can implement their force on them. Because when you step over, I think it's courage that's at 200 or... Apathy is below. There's one that I where think you I've seen those charts. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Up. I think it's yeah. courage. Now, remember, courage, the Latin root word is cuore. That's the Italian word. So courage is the heart energy. So when you step into the heart and then you start taking on these other emotions, such as it's a yo-yo, you know, it's not a it's not a one-way sure, trip. Sure, sure. You know, the gratitude, the love, the, there's a whole lot, responsibility, um, mm -hmm. you know, all those little things that we learn along the way on our healing journey. That right. changes everything. That puts you in your own power, of the heart power. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what's going to change the world. Right, right. Well, I think also... Um, you were talking about levels of awakening and it's realizing realizing the energies of those uh, the frequencies of those different emotions and and what they feel like right so, so so you know fear and all of those things don't feel good but people still go and they return there right and it's just like wait a second you know how it feels why would you choose to return there right <laughs> and once you realize that you can choose that you know or not and and obviously there are moments where human right so there are moments where you're going to you're going to get knocked into fear or you're going to get knocked into anger but you snap out of it so much quicker once you start to be more aware of it and want to be more accountable and uh, you used an important word, authenticity. You know, that's, uh, Julie was saying earlier, her word of the year, her and I talk about authenticity all the time and, and how important that is and and how uh, exciting it is to see it kind of coming back, you know? I mean, people like yourself, um, you know, like just doing, people like Jesse, you know, just doing, just t speaking their minds and, and not being afraid of all of the stuff outside of themselves. They've gone inside and and really embrace the power that's inside right it seems like that's that's where you get a lot of your power from it seems so um so have you got any um words of wisdom or uh, <laughs> or, uh well they're usually in my writing i always say i'm not as articulate as you know in my in my vocal um as i am the writing and I've thought about why and I think the writing it definitely comes through the heart it comes mm -hmm. from a different realm mm -hmm. whereas when you're speaking it's coming from the mind the mental realm but I'm getting better so yeah look you know what what you're saying about the heart you know 
um, and emotions. Uh, my personal greatest barometer is the heart. Is like, is this making my heart expand or contract? Mm -hmm. And that there is my barometer for life for everything. I love that. Oh my god! Whether that's I great. meet a person or someone asks me to do something, how do I feel about this? Do I feel, oh yes, you know, expands? And literally, we do. We open up or do we close up? Right. Um, and it's really coming in tune with your body and feeling your body, learning to. To feel it. I mean, I do yoga every day and Pilates most days, so I'm really in tune with my body. But for those who aren't, it'd be really good to take up some sort of embodiment practice where you're actually coming into your body and emptying the mind a bit and learning to be in tune with it. Because we'll know, you know, when we when we don't want to do something, if you notice the feeling of your heart, that contraction as opposed to when, you know, hey, let's go to the beach, you know, and it's like, yes, you know, and that's really the only guidance that anyone needs to go on the right path. Now, that might lead you into the jungle for a year and your mind might say, hey, you know, I can't do that because I've got bills to pay and family and everything. So that's the difference, you know, what are you going to, most people are just going to, oh, that's a nice little fantasy, maybe when I retire and they'll never do it. But the heart is the truth because that's connected to the universal divine spark is the heart is mm. the what I, I think is you know the the feeling that comes through because um i i mean i personally feel so much more in the heart than the the third eye it's like everyone says oh you feel it there but my intuition everything for me comes through right. the heart so i don't know if people are different but that's just me i can only speak i could no but i can resonate with that and i do think some people are different yes absolutely everybody gets it their own their own way um, but I, I'm I'm with you. I feel like it's just a feeling, you know, the things that are, are good and evil. You know, I always said, you know, I always struggled with organized religion and all of these things that were going on and division in general. But but if if things had to be divided, it was it was good and evil to me, you know, and it was like you're either aligned with good or you're aligned with evil, you know, and, and you know, my intuition, fortunately for me, most of the times told me told me. You know what was good what people were good what activities were good you know what spaces and places were good you know what i mean um so i tried to try to follow that um i think most of my life uh but our feelings uh, are the greatest tool you know how does something make us feel you really got i mean even things like you know so many people are stuck in drama and gossip and you know um does that really feel good does that, you know, you know I, I'm right there with you. I'm right there. I, I agree. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, just while I got into now, it's really important that so many of us the past couple of years were really in that truth of scene, the activist scene, you know, and it was an important step because we had to understand what was going on with the system. We had to know who was in control and how we got to the state that we were in. But you can get stuck there. You can get bogged down in the swamp in those rabbit holes. And it's not a high-frequency place. No matter what anyone says, it's not because we're always in the past and we're always focused and we're always going to be creating more of what we're focused on. So if we're focused on politics and, you know, the deep state and all the, the, the shit that's going on there, it's like that's where we're going, to, we're going to stay and we're creating it and we're cementing it into our reality. So now is the time to shift and we're creating new earth and we can only do that by letting go of the politics because we don't want politics in our new earth. So why the hell are we focusing on it? Uh, so let's know. focus on the new system, the good we're yeah. creating the new system.
what what you're saying is so so powerful and i totally connect with with everything you're saying and the energy of what you're saying um it it, it, it's just so true uh and and so let's let's talk about that for a little bit um you know the the precipice (laughs) that we're at right the the place that we're at as far as energetically and and what's happening on the earth and how are we going to get through it? Um, you you made a, you you brought up a couple of good things there about politics. You know we've got to get rid of politics. Like, I, I, are people just so? I mean, I know the answer. I guess yes, <laughs> but like, are people just so connected to these old paradigms that that they can't even imagine a new paradigm? Because I mean, I know for me, I don't think I ever thought the government was out for looking out for my best interest and i don't know about like <laughs> youtube and all of these things listening to what i'm saying i don't know if I'm, I'm allowed to say that but uh you know i mean i just i think you know the things that i've always felt about the world and the way we're divi- we're divided into races and countries and the the division just kept going you know what i mean it just kept getting smaller and smaller until you know whatever um how do we get past that what, what do you what do you you get past it we each have to we each are responsible for creating our own reality so the system will do their very best to keep us giving their energy our energy to them because that reinforces the reality they want us to live in we have to totally detach so detach from the media the tv the entertainment industry i agree i agree we need to be living out in nature and and growing our own food and you know talking to our neighbors i agree a million percent but but here's a little conundrum that that you you just made me remember that i had thought of and i never really got to discuss with anybody so you're the first one (laughs) i'm discussing this with if if i believe that there's this corrupt government, there's this malevolent force out there, right, that I'm, I'm fighting somehow, right? Let's just leave it as vague as that. If I believe that, but I also believe that my thoughts are powerful and my words are powerful and that if I even think that, that I'm creating that, then how do I, how do I stop believing that? How do, I mean, will they just disappear if I stop believing in them? Well, you can believe it, but you can put it on the back burner. Right. You know that. It's, you don't you, you know that you don't have to give it any more power because whether you're fighting for or against something you're cementing that into your reality so this is what the activist movement this is why the deep state don't care if we're all activists because they're getting all the energy pumped into you know the situation whatever war it is whatever political drama all this discussion on you know on media it's they love it because all the energy is plugged in but of course, it, it is a necessary step because people think they're doing the right thing, they're being righteous. It is a step, but at some point you just have to let it go. Do I want that in my reality? No, okay, well, I'm going to start thinking about what I do want and giving that more energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't actively, actively is the word, make it go away. You can only replace it with some the energy that you do want to bring into your reality. Because we're living in this holographic world, right? Each individual is creating their own reality. Right, right. So what do you want in your reality? You know, I mean, the first step is to turn off the TV. And then you notice, hey, I don't actually miss it. And it's actually, it's just the most freeing, liberating. I unplugged from cable probably like 10 years ago. Yeah, I I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what I mean? So just that little 
And then well, you can start disengaging with it, like with Facebook. Okay, I see the headlines coming through, you know, if there was any major thing. But I know, don't open it. I don't need to know anything else about it. Right. You know, I'm just more focused on my world, my beautiful inner world that, inner world now reflected externally that I created for mm -hmm. myself, which is my own little piece of paradise. Sure, sure. Someone well, else might not think so because I don't live in a multi-million dollar mansion. Right. But I have peace. I have love in my heart. I have right. poetry. It's like uh, I, I don't want to be. I wouldn't trade places with anyone in the whole world. Right. Although I will, I agree with you a million percent because I'm I'm super happy. And one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was I wanted to get your secret because you can see it dripping off of you. The smile, <laughs> everything. You're just you're happy, and that's great. Um, but you are, you are making me question my decision to, to not just move to like Costa Rica and just like live on a, on a hut in the beach. Like, how come I haven't done that yet? Um, but, but I am, I am super happy, you know, where I live, my relationship, everything, you know, who I am, really, that's the core of it, right? If you're happy with who you are, then nothing else matters, right? Nothing We're else. each got this individual gift, like no one can do exactly what I'm doing. You see, I love the that. society programs us to follow other people, follow the stars, try and be like, and people look at other people and they think, oh, you know, they've got what I want because they've got the fame and the glory or followers or whatever. I'm going to try and be like them. Right. Instead of finding their own unique gift, and when you find that, and as you said, you don't care. It's not about how many followers you got. It's just so grateful to be That's in this it. place of authenticity and doing what we love doing that, you know, people do resonate with that. So yeah. it's a whole different energy of yeah. trying to be like someone else. Why? Because you're missing something. You've Absolutely. Got a you, piece. Yeah, you, you just said it. And I've had this conversation recently a lot. And that's that's how the universe works with me. It like it keeps this subject matter around my conversations for a couple of weeks at a time to show me how important those things are. But like authenticity, we were talking about it earlier. You can't really fake that. And and the other thing that's good about authenticity is people are engaged by it. You know, people are sitting here watching. Like I see my friend Leslie, who I didn't even know was uh, watching the show, uh, says rumor has it these resets happen quite more often than we think. And I know those are definitely topics of conversation. And she was also saying community. Um, and Jilly's talking about it's where you focus. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely hot topics of conversation are, you know, ancient, what is it called? Ancient Apocalypse, you know, the, the show that is talking about, you know, the civilizations and how they've become advanced and then fallen and everything started over again. And, and I mean, honestly, it does feel like that, don't you think? Like, we're getting ready to just like be sitting by the campfire because everything else is going to be <laughs> broken down, all of the all of the electronics and stuff will be, you know, a pile oh, of yeah, but, you know, there's a lot being created already in the, you know, the new earth realms. It's like, you know, if you if you if you don't have your focus on it, you don't know. You've got to find, you know, there's a lot, a hell of a lot going on with technologies and buildings and havens and just, you know, you've got to take yourself there. When we're I always think that, you know, we align with the well we align with the reality that we embody so as you do these higher frequency practices 
Your world changes. That's how you you change your world, by becoming a higher frequency and that reflects then in your world. So when you reach a certain frequency, you start seeing more of the new earth in your reality. Mm. Right? But mm. you've got to take so yourself brilliant. there. You can't just sit at home focusing on politics and say, hey, where's new earth? Right. You've got to get yourself to the frequency yeah. level that yeah. you align with the new earth energies. Uh, it's so, so brilliant what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And this is what this is why I was enjoying what you were talking about with Jesse, because there's such a wisdom to it. It feels like it's interesting. I've this is also something that's been coming up recently, um, is kind of connecting the energy of of what's happening. So sort of like right now it's just conversation, but even when I'm I'm talking about sound healing, right? So sound healing is something that's becoming very popular and people are um really starting to resonate with it and um not to use a, like a pun on uh play on words but um the the uh, tibetan bowls the crystal healing bowls right um when when you listen to that sound it sounds like it's coming from inside you you really it's like it's so overwhelming um Oh, I, I, I forgot where I was it going. It vibrates through your whole body. You can yeah, it vibrates through vibrate. your whole body. Right. Because remember, we're like 80% water. So all the vibrations are coming through our body. You know, that's this is how we how we work. We're literally a, 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 a I don't like vessel because it's like on the sea in the maritime law. So I say vehicle, but we're a, a water-filled vehicle. And this is how we operate with water and frequency. And the water is the, the conduit for the energy and the, the reaction, you know, like, so, yeah, it's, uh, so when you're feeling the vibrations of, you can do it with music or with, you know, like, just speaking to someone, you know, you feel that when you get the goosebumps or this heart expansion, it's because the energy of what we're seeing is now being channeled through our bodies, through through the water and the frequency and causing mm -hmm. these reactions. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful. We're just, that's how we're just all so connected. You know, right. the energy that's in me now is already in you now. Right, right. You know, even though you're across there and across the ocean, you know, one thing to say if you were sitting here next to me, oh, yeah, we're exchanging energy. But already, you know, like your words have had an effect on me. Yeah. My words have had an effect on totally. you. That's energy exchange. Totally, totally. I love that. That's and that's and that's what those are, these conversations are are what's so important, I think. And and what's so cool, you know, it, it's like I guess that's it's interesting. This is what I was thinking when I was in my head. I was like, oh man, I gotta I gotta move to Costa Rica. And then I'm like, but wait, I can't leave this behind. This is technology, right? And this is like this is something I'm really enjoying because of the connective power of of what we're doing with it, right? What we're doing with the technology. You know, we're not using it to slander each other and call each other names. You know, we're connecting with each other on on a great conversation and exchanging the you ideas. Can your laptop I, with you. You can do this anywhere in the world. Oh, you no, can do you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's not an excuse. You're gonna have to come up with something better than that. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Push me, push me over over to where I need to be. Um, I should I should be broadcasting from Costa Rica, sitting outside, you know, with the with. The... I'll be your first guest, <laughs> right? When you go to Costa Rica. Awesome, awesome! I love it. I love it. Wow. So you're you're so awesome to talk to, and and I knew you would be. 
um i definitely would love to have you back and, and talk about more do you have anything brewing you said you don't really know you're just taking it day by day right now no you're not oh really well i gotta or... move house next month so i sort of plotting through but it's great you know because um my two sons are sort of grown and flown so moving from a three-bedroom place to a one-bedroom place i can totally downsize and get rid of so much so that's all. Once you get through the move, it's actually so liberating because I'm not a hoarder or I'm a, you know, I enjoy living quite, as long as I've got my crystals and I'll bring my books, even though I don't read them, I, I do believe in osmosis, you know, a, a few things, you know, um, I'll be happy. So just, yeah, luckily I've got a couple of months to do it, but um Cool. yeah so just plodding through no plodding pressure through you're, just, you're just existing right now um i'm gonna actually steal uh, a question from uh, my girlfriend my girlfriend uh started doing her own uh broadcast called unique peace and she's talking to people about what brings them peace um and and how they help bring others peace and so it's very kind of along the same lines um but like i said you you're just you're such a pleasure to talk to because you're just i'm talking to you and all you're doing is smiling back at me like <laughs> this big beam of love and energy and, and i love that how do you how do you find peace how do you how do you find that happiness what what makes you so happy oh I, it's inside me you know i've come i've worked hard bloody hard on my healing journey mm -hmm. you know when this sort of look i read a book in my early 20s which changed my life and that was your erroneous zones by wayne dyer and i was like oh my god you can actually control your thoughts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from there i just started reading more and more and more tibetan book of living and dying conversations with god answered so many questions mm -hmm. and from there as i said you know up to 2012 you know sort of but um I've just done the work. It really, you know, you can't bypass this stuff. You've got to do the work. Mm -hmm. And this is the result. Honestly, mm -hmm. I'm genuinely like this pretty much all the time. Right. No, it's great. You know, I, I have my moments, but they're very brief now. I, you know, recognize yeah. it and I get, plus, you know, I do my yoga. I'm just, you know, I'm uncluttered, mentally uncluttered. Mm -hmm. I think that helps. I don't have to do anything. I mean, you know, I work, but it's a job I love and I can pick my own hours and I've created created a life of peace. That's where that's where I found peace. I created a life of peace. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I got to say, I wish you a lot of success in what you're doing. I feel like if you haven't already been experiencing it, you certainly will um, because you're very genuine and you're your subject matter is is very relevant and 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 you're just you're a part of the shift you're a part of what's going on right now right you're you're right on the, the we all have to be this is the thing we all have to be no one's going to take us there except ourselves this is the illusion there's no savior there's no trump or jasara or jesus savior that's coming we have to do the work I love it. I love it. I think that's that's very motivating, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as 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 your uh, your words of wisdom. We have to do the work. Um, yeah. I, I think that's great, and and like I said, I would love to have you back. Let me uh, sign off the show. I'm gonna put you backstage, but don't go away. I want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. You are you are such such a wonderful human being. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed Gemma Star, and uh, I know Jilly. I also saw she ordered the. Uh, the other book where is it uh power power versus force yeah yes yeah, such a she, good book she ordered it she's jilly is just absorbing everything anytime you tell her there's 
a good resource for awakening a little bit more. She's like, oh, I'm going to get that. So yeah, so yeah. thank you for being here and connecting with the collective. Uh, Tim is in uh, saying thank you. Uh, I love I love how courteous Thanks, Tim. Always welcoming people and saying goodbye. Uh, so I'm going to put you backstage. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, bye. Uh, I got to decompress. That was so awesome. I love finding people that I want to talk to and inviting them on the show and them saying yes. So far, all of those things are, I love, love, love that. And then having a great conversation. That was awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I, I don't have my, I keep forgetting to put my calendar up in front of me to tell you who I'm with next week, but you guys know it's going to be a good show next week. Uh, it might be, uh, Adam and Zalaco, uh, who I was supposed to have around Christmas time. We had to postpone that one. Um, but whoever it is, you'll see it on Facebook, uh, my posts, but my obnoxious posts about coming to see me, uh, uh, next Thursday. And, and that's where I'll be. And I will see you then. Peace.